0: Have the ideal genetics to be a bodybuilder or to have all your muscles pop out and to be cut up like a fitness model how much do genetics actually influence your gains and your results in relation to building muscle and burning fat well as much as I want to say that your genetics have nothing to do with it and it's just all about the hard work the truth The truth is that, of course, genetics play a big role in your ability to develop your body aesthetically. So let's talk about some of the things that can be considered a genetic gift for building muscle and burning fat, and also talk about the things that are more so so of a genetic curse, so to speak. The first thing is your bone structure. For better aesthetics, as a man, you want naturally wider shoulders and a narrow waist along with narrow hips. By having this kind of bone structure, it gives you more of that V look that's ideal for men. For women, we want more of the hourglass shape. So wider hips, a smaller waist, and a wider bust would be ideal for aesthetics for a woman. Unfortunately, your bone structure is pretty much entirely influenced by genetics. Fortunately, there are certain things you can do in order to create more of an illusion of the proper bone structure. For example, if you're a guy with really wide hips and a wide waist, you can work on developing your upper body a lot. So you can try to do a bunch of lateral movements for your shoulders and try to widen out your lats and back and build a big chest. By doing this, you can outgrow your large frame lower body and establish the proper proportions. Also, if you're looking to actually compete in bodybuilding, there are ways to pose on stage in which you present only certain angles to highlight your strong points and to take away the attention from your weaknesses. Next up is hormones. So, two major hormones that influence how fast and how much muscle you build are testosterone and growth hormone. Even though you can take anabolic drugs to work around lower test and growth hormone levels, I highly recommend you don't uh, because of the consequences associated with taking these drugs. Obviously, higher natural test and growth hormone levels are ideal for building muscle fast. And I have a video about how you can increase your testosterone levels naturally that I'll link up in the description below. Next are the type of reps that you do. Do you go for high reps or low reps? It's believed that total training volume influences muscle size. Meaning, you can get gains by lifting heavy for lower reps or lifting light for higher reps. However, it's been my belief for the longest time that going heavy while even sacrificing a little form and going with less reps is always better to build muscle. And what do you know, the better blessed individuals are considered to be the guys that have low endurance but can lift a very heavy load for a few reps. Is it a blessing or is it the fact that these guys train heavy? Hmm. I wonder, but before I put the nail in the coffin and say that if you want to build muscle, you should always go heavy, I want you to know that there are a lot of bodybuilders out there that have gotten absolutely racked by going with high reps, so it's possible both ways. But yeah, you should still go heavy. Another factor is if you're born with small fat cells or large fat cells, or if you're born with a naturally lower amount of fat cells or a naturally higher amount of fat cells. Let me tell you guys right off the bat that with fat cells, the truth is that no matter where your starting point is, you can burn off your fat cells and have very toned and defined muscles at the end of it. However, obviously someone that's born with smaller and less fat cells is going to have a lot easier of a time cutting than somebody born with the higher amount of fat cells and the larger ones. But I want you guys to know it can be done either way. The next thing that's ideal is longer muscle bellies with shorter insertion points, meaning you have shorter tendons that connect your muscles to your bones and longer muscle bellies. This gives you more muscle fibers to work with and allows you to build more muscle in less time. So for example, if you have a really short bicep muscle or a really short calf muscle that is really high up your leg, it's going to be a lot harder to build up that muscle. And unfortunately, there's not much we can do about the shape of our muscle bellies. Another determining factor is your genetic ability to be able to contract a muscle. Some people can contract a lot further than others better contractions lead to more gains. And that brings me to your neuromuscular efficiency, which in the beginning is genetic, but I want you guys to know that you can do a lot to improve your neuromuscular efficiency. It's the ability of your brain to communicate with your muscles, and this can be developed by focusing on working the muscle that you're aiming to grow during your sets. Another genetic factor is how big your calves and forearms are before you start training. A study was done with over 40,000 kids and it was found that an untrained kid with 16 inch calves and 14 inch forearms is usually ideal for building bigger muscles and for strength sports. And that actually brings me to my next point. There are three different body types but I would say that it's really only useful to classify yourself as one out of two of them. Either you're closer to an ectomorph, which means you're naturally gonna be thin and you're gonna have a harder time putting on weight, or you're closer to an endomorph, which is pretty much the opposite, meaning you have no problem packing on the pounds, but you have a harder time dropping them. Ectomorphs usually do better than endomorphs in the realm of bodybuilding. However, there are endomorphs that burn away the fat and get on stage and do just fine. It just means you're going to have a harder time cutting. Just understand that either way, the grass is always greener on the other side, and there's plenty of ectomorphs complaining right now that there's nothing they can do to put on muscle and gain weight, which endomorphs don't have a problem with. And then the last thing is satellite cells, which are involved in the muscle repair process and are highly genetic obviously more efficient and a higher quantity of satellite cells can help greatly with faster recovery and muscle growth. So now with all that said, let's get to the bottom line. You can't control your genetics. You've been dealt the hand you've been dealt. It's time to play and use the hand that you've been dealt to the best of your abilities. I've seen people start off with really crummy genetics, and a really crummy hand, and because they worked hard, they ended up with better physiques than people that are considered more aesthetically gifted. I'm convinced that with hard work, you can lap the competition, because most of the competition doesn't want to put in that level of hard work. I really hope this video has helped you guys out. If you enjoyed this video, please make sure you leave it a thumbs up, comment below, and subscribe to this channel to see more tips and tricks just like this one i